Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Dana Park's coming up an hour from right now. Uh, we'll do some Super Bowl trivia coming up at 1.30. There is a ton of it out there for today, and it's fun, so we'll do it coming up later in the hour. Uh, all right, we have an update on the crash that we talked about, the helicopter, the very big, very stable, shouldn't have crashed, but crashed helicopter that went down uh, in California. The identities of the five Marines have now been released, and one of them is a name that some of you will know. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately we're, we're dealing with somebody yeah from uh, here in town, an Olathe native, um, and that's, uh, I mean, he was, he was the chief of the crew, and I wish I knew more about what that means. Um, yeah. You know, as, as far as the Marine Corps, I don't have a service record myself, but I mean, that's obviously a position of some kind of authority. Uh, his name is Lance Corporal Donovan Davis, 21 years old out of Olathe. Again, this was a CH-53E. He was the helicopter crew chief. There were two of them. Uh, helicopter crew chief, 23-year-old uh, Sergeant Alec Langan out of Arizona was the other crew chief. And then the others were helicopter pilots. Uh, he was the youngest out of the bunch, Corporal Davis. Uh, he was 21, the others 23, 26, 27, and 28. And to have that chief tag on you, when not only are you that young, but you're also a corporal, speaks very well, I think, of, of your service record so far. That's not that high a rank yet. Um, let's see, what do they tell us? He enlisted in the Marine Corps on September 3rd, 2019, and was just promoted, was promoted to the rank of wow. Lance Corporal on January 1st, 2024. Uh, his decorations include the Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, National Defense Service Medal, and a Sea Service Deployment Ribbon. Which, again, speaks very well of his fairly short time. I mean, that's uh, not even five years, four and a half years in. So if, if he's already racked up medals and ribbons and things like that, distinguished service from a very young man. Helicopter crew was flying during a strong winter storm that brought heavy rain, wind, and snow. This is out of CBS 8 out of California. Location was described as very remote and rugged terrain. It was just a mess. Snow, mud, rain made it difficult to get to the site. Um, and we're just waiting now for that investigation at some point to tell us what happened. Yeah, you know, and this is an interesting line out of this story from KCTV. They, they said that, um, as you mentioned, the, it's the largest helicopter in the military. That helicopter, by the way, let me go off on some of its capabilities here in a second. Before we do, though, yeah, they say every aircraft has its limits. And while for every flight for Marines is considered a training opportunity, there's inherent risk there, too. Yeah, we've seen that over time, that it doesn't matter how long an aircraft has been in service, what kind of record it has. Anytime you take off off the ground, 
there's yeah. a possibility that something could conceivably go wrong. Now they just have to figure out what it is. Um, and they say that right now they, the weather isn't letting up. So not only is it a problem that the weather was there before and they had a whole bunch of snowfall in the area where this helicopter crash happened, but now it's continuing to fall. So the conditions aren't getting any better. In fact, they're getting worse. The first question I ask is, why did the helicopter take off in those conditions? Into that. Yeah. And, and maybe that's what they were doing is they looked at it. Well, I'm sure they had something they needed to transport. Sure. And it may just have been the men themselves, but I don't know why you would use something that big to do that. Uh, but there may have been something that they were transporting and they just needed to get it to San Diego as soon as they possibly could and just figured that that aircraft, the CH-53, was going to be hardy enough to be able to withstand it. And under most conditions, it could. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the video I sent you the other day. Not only can that helicopter land on water, it can move on water. It can work like a boat. And... um Again, every helicopter has its limits. And if the winds were strong enough, you know, I don't know how high the winds were, but if if it's if if the conditions are bad enough they that they can't get to it. Yeah. That might have been enough to take it down. Well, yeah, and and the other thing you have to worry about, of course, about weather, um, and we talk about this at the airport all the time, is that helicopters have as much trouble with ice as airplanes do. Right. So if we're talking about a situation, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, the, a million things could have happened. It could have been weather-related. It could have been conceivably a lightning-related. It could have been icing. It could have been, you know, heavy weather, heavy winds. Right, it, it, exactly. Uh, so you've got, you know, a blinding whatever, rainstorm, snowstorm, whatever's going on in, in your windshield, and the wind's blowing you all over the place. Well, that's tough to fly in. Yes. So we we just don't know yet. And it'll... I mean, it's going to take a bit for the recovery to happen um, and the investigation, we assume, will take some time also. But um, we're thinking of Lance Corporal's family. Yeah, definitely. So for the family and the friends of Lance Corporal Donovan Davis, uh, you know, just 21 years old out of Olathe, Kansas, our sincere and, and heartfelt sympathy for everything that you're going through. And he sounded like an outstanding young man. And to have just gotten that promotion. Yeah. I mean, weeks ago. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. Moving on. Um, okay, April 2nd now is what? Is that seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that away? You, that I was told there would be no math. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, eight, eight weeks is, sounds right, yes. Can, can I ask that device in the background how many days it is? <laughs> Everybody's will go off if I do that, but that's the easiest way I know to do stuff like this. Yep. Uh, April 8th, no, April 2nd is the date of the election. I continue to get increasingly irritated uh, as a Jackson County voter at not knowing anything else about where the stadium is going to go. There's no campaign. There's no public anything. They sign that memorandum and that's it. Well, it's 53 days, by the way. Okay. So I, I did it with, <laughs> with I did it with the fingers so that we didn't have to wake everybody's echo device okay. up. Um, but yeah, 53 days. And you're right. What we were told this morning is that there will be, and I forget what the, I don't remember if it was a half a million dollars or if it was five million, but there's a campaign coming. I think it's half a million. Is it half a million from yep, the Royals specifically to promote a yes vote on April 2nd. So they're going to spend a lot of money to do that. What remains to be seen is how are they going to spend that money? 
are those campaign efforts, which is effectively what they are, going to be go Royals? Or is it going to be this is what we're going to do? This is how we're going to improve downtown. This is what your money is going to. This is how we're going to make your money grow into something better for the area. Or is it just going to be baseball is awesome. You should have some. The military starts voting on February 16th. Yeah, it's in a week. That's math I can do in my head. Hey, well, that is when John Sherman said, yeah, we know. We know that that's the date that they start voting. Again, we don't know where the stadium's going yet. He made it seem like they would make a meaningful decision about an announcement because that date is looming. Well, here's one we didn't throw in the mix initially that came up last night at the Independent City Council meeting. Or Wednesday night, excuse me. Oh, yeah. That all of a sudden Independence is saying, hey, uh, you know, we, we got this big plot of land where the mall was. We're going to knock all that down. So, hey, you know, uh, we'd like uh, we'd like the Royals. <laughs> I, I want to point out that of the I shouldn't laugh because the whole thing is hilarious. But of the 16 locations that we started with a gazillion years ago, this was not one of them ever. Nope. No. Again, downtown stadium, not, hey, close by to where the stadium currently is stadium downtown stadium nonetheless the mall is up for sale like john said and so they said yeah why don't you why don't why don't you come and build here this place is good that's what we need one more possible site one more place that can take our eye off the ball sorry to use a baseball reference about a baseball story but still that that I mean, we don't need this. We need an answer. The vote is going to happen in 53 days. We need an answer. Where is it going to be? What's it going to look like? And why is that a good idea? So the independent city manager, Zach Walker, who we have tried, we have attempted to get on the air today, basically made the argument that in Jackson County, where that three eight cent sales tax needs to pass, he says there are more voters that vote Um, outside of Kansas City in Jackson County than in Kansas City in Jackson County. Okay. I know it's confusing. Jackson County has an election board. Jackson County has an election board. If you're not in Kansas City, you go to the Jackson County election board. He argued that here's a way to get that vote passed is that you you have voters that want to see a new stadium that don't live in Kansas City. So appeal to us instead. Yes. And we'll get your vote passed. Because we don't care that it's downtown. Okay, let me jump into that then and say, would it move the needle for you if the Royals came out today and said, yeah, we understand independence, but no. Would it move the needle what? Would it make you you feel better about things if they shut this down immediately? Because we know it's not going to happen. But I mean, like you said, it's just a little maddening to have yet again one more possible site crop up and somebody else go, "Why, why don't you come out here? If the Royals were serious about this, I mean, I, I think it would mean something to me if they came out the day after we learned about this and said, thanks, but no, uh, we've already made our mind up or, and you know, we're getting close to going downtown. At this point, would it mean? No. At this point, the announcement that the, the Royals can make is here's where here's where it's going. Yeah. I feel like they shouldn't even acknowledge this proposal from independence because okay. I don't feel like it's serious. I, I don't feel like this is even. And that's the, where do you want me to start with the reasons why? Right. It, it's not even a serious proposal in my mind. And that deadline is three weeks from yesterday. 
right? The, it's the 29th that they said, yes, we're good. That's their drop dead date for having an announcement. Yes, February 29th. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. In okay. three weeks, they're going to be able to seriously consider a proposal from independent. No, no. So maybe you're right. Maybe that is the better way to go is just say nothing at all and just kind of, you know, nod in their direction. Somebody just said, I feel like the Mission Gateway area is begging for a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Honestly, it's begging for anything. If you, if well you have any ideas, sure, bring them forward. If there is more validity to this idea than we are giving it, someone explain it to me. Mm. But I don't get it. No. And not only do I not get it, but it's 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 silly. It's you're, we're talking about something very serious, and you don't make that pitch to the city council of independence, you make that pitch to the Royals. Yeah. You, you go behind the scenes first and you say, we've already talked to John Sherman. Here's the money. Here's how it would work. And this to is dumb. right into your point, where were you a year and a half ago? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the mall wasn't for sale a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe the mall just went up for sale. And they said, I mean, to that, to that end, if you're going to do it in independence, and I can't believe I'm going to try to give this an ounce of credibility, <laughs> take the independence event center, whatever we call that now. Yeah. Daimler is that, Daimler? I don't even know what it is now, but where hockey plays, Yeah, right. <laughs> take the independence event center where hockey plays and make that bigger. Cable you know Dahmer, I mean? is that what it is? Is I think that's right. Cable yeah. Dahmer, yeah. You already have a site that's got the parking and the infrastructure. If you want to sell me on independence, sell me on that. Right. Yeah. Still difficult because that seats 8,000. Uh, yeah, but there's plenty of land around it, too. Correct, yeah. Open land, so yeah, you'd have a place yep. to put it. But still, it doesn't matter. At this point, they're so focused on getting things done at one of the, the two potential sites downtown that, yeah, you're right. It's just more of a distraction. It's more noise. And that's the one thing that in this, there's been so much noise already. We just don't need more. And I sort of feel like, is this Independence's way, Zach Walker's way of sort of backhandedly saying... You go. You can go and put this on the ballot, but those of us that don't live in Kansas City are voting no, and you need you need us to vote yes, or it doesn't, or or it won't pass. Yeah, I mean that that's a real problem, and so they they've got a very short period of time in which to be able to clean that up. So, if that if the explanation is going to do it, not just the the explanation of where the site is going to be, but the explanation of what the dollars are going to be, what they're going to do, and again how they're going to grow, what it's going to mean to businesses around the area where they eventually put the stadium then that's something they're going to have to really get on the stick with between now and the next 53 days. Here's my prediction is that depending on how the chiefs do this weekend and depending on whether we have a parade on Wednesday, mm-hmm. I am guessing an announcement on Thursday because boy, yeah. Veterans start voting on the 16th. Yeah. You only have until a week from today. And so you let the chiefs have the spotlight until Wednesday. If there's a parade and you do it on Thursday. Yeah, and and if I mean I think I think Thursday would be the date, even if they're able to get the parade together early and get it yeah. done on Tuesday. I, I yep. still think Thursday. You let people cool off from that for a day if if you're given an extra one, and then make it on Thursday. Give people something to be happy about before they start casting ballots. I think that's a brilliant idea. People don't watch the news as much on Friday. It, also it, true. it just won't get as much coverage. So we'll see if I'm anywhere close to being right. I've been wrong about all parts of this process <laughs> so far. So we'll see. All right. Uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up, we will get to that update about the funeral homeowners out of Colorado, what they were doing with some of their money when they were up to no good. Get to that coming up on KMBZ. All right. Now we are learning more about the money that a couple in Colorado, the money that they collected 
um, for the funerals and the cremations and burials that they did not perform. We've been following the story a lot. Now we know what they spent that money on. I... I'm so glad you found this story for two reasons. Number one, because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see this one this mm-hmm. morning. And number two, because I have wanted, and I, I don't even know why, but in this story in particular, I have wanted to give them as much benefit of a doubt as I yeah. could, yeah. given what they did. And it was so horrible. So what we had been thinking was, and if you don't remember the story or you haven't heard us talk about this yet, they left over 200 bodies Literally, and, and I'm sorry to use this word, to rot inside their funeral home. They Because they took money to bury or cremate these people and then just didn't. And we've seen this happen before. We saw this happen with a funeral home down in Georgia about 15 years ago. Very mm-hmm. similar thing. It was a crematory. And they just dumped the bodies out back, outside. And they got in serious, serious trouble for it. But the reason was they ran out of money and couldn't afford to run the crematory anymore. It's expensive to do that. So we were thinking this may be the same situation where slowly but surely they got further and further behind as businesses tend to do when they're not, you know, when the business model isn't right. And that just that slow uh, attrition of money just left them in the lurch and they didn't have any other choice. So, so bodies continued to stack up and they, they just couldn't do anything for lack of money. <laughs> no, that's not the case here. It is so much worse than that. Uh, so this was out of Fox News this morning. Uh, FBI agent Andrew Cohen testified in front of a packed courtroom on Thursday. John and Carrie Halford bought a GMC Yukon and an Infinity for more than $120,000 with payments from families of the deceased. Um, hold on. There was a better list in here somewhere. Personal uh, 15- vehicles, by the way. These, yes. these were not things that they were buying for the business. Correct. These were personal vehicles. Correct. Uh, let's see. They bought cryptocurrency, a $1,500 dinner in Las Vegas. Uh, the couple used money from the Federal Small Business Administration to buy the Yukon. Oh, that's their lawyer that said that. Well, that's not okay either. No. Because it was personal, so I don't know why you use that argument. Um... Boy, there was, there's a whole, um, apparently John, John, the guy out of this couple was behind on child support payments too, in the middle of all this and wasn't paying child support. Yeah. Um, I, God, I'm looking for the, the list of the, of the rest of the stuff, but it was all personal stuff. It was all trips and cars and personal items. Right. And I mean, at one point in this, and I don't know how this came into the story, they're not real clear about it, but their attorney made a statement about how, well, uh, they weren't taking money from one source and funneling it to another source. So it doesn't really it it doesn't fit the definition of money laundering. No, no, no. It's a lot simpler than that. It fits the definition (laughs) of theft. Yeah, it's stealing. You stole their money. Yeah, it's um, it's wrong in a couple of ways. Number one, they didn't do with the bodies what they were paid to do. Yep. It'd be one thing if they like overcharged. They did the thing, but they overcharged and then spent the money maybe in some different ways. But they didn't they, they didn't do what they were supposed to do with the money. And instead of using that money for fridges or whatever equipment they needed to do the pro- they didn't. It just got out of control, it sounds like. That's where I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, was I asked, you know, how do you go from one body to five to 10 to 100 to 200? And at some point I can just see, it's an it just gets out of control. And you just can't, it's so far gone, you can't do anything about it. But when you hear about this, 
No. Mm, right. Because if your business is sliding away from you and you're getting farther and farther behind and creditors are calling you all the time and all of that, yeah, that that's not a fun place to be. That's not what happened here. here here's the quote. Adam Stegerwald, who's John's lawyer, and he spells his name the same way I do. I hate it when the bad guy spells his name the same way I do. Um, argued that the prosecution has not proven the money from their business account was spent to conceal the source of the funds, meaning it does not fit the crime of money laundering. Who cares? It's still theft. Uh, he also said the couple used the money from the yeah, the SBA, the federal SBA, like you said, to, to buy the Yukon. Does not matter. And uh, no, it's it's so maddening that they were just... Throwing it away on themselves. Yep. They, they weren't trying to keep the business afloat. They thought, you know what? We've got a big pile of money here. Let's go to Vegas for dinner. Which also says to me they were going to keep doing it. Oh, yeah. Intentionally, they were going to keep doing it. Well, yeah. And, okay, so now it even it makes matters worse when you juxtapose it against the last story we had about these two and the text message where one was saying to the other one, well, can we just bury them in a big pit out back and set them on fire? Yeah, because no bodies. one will know that. Right, right. Yeah. Mm. These are people's relatives. Yeah, just dump them in a pit and set them on fire because we want a new car and we want to fly off to Vegas and we want to. <laughs> I can't explain how furious this makes me. John, is money laundering not as serious of a charge as theft? Oh, it is. Is that why? No, it, it, it's. It, uh, well. It depends on the level. Um, I hate to be vague about this, and I haven't seen the law in Colorado uh, as concerns this. But if you if you're going after somebody for money laundering, what you might be able to do is turn them into a criminal organization. Okay. And then all of a sudden, instead of talking state charges, now we're talking federal RICO charges. So is that RICO law? So in that case, yeah. If they were trying to make the case that they were in fact laundering money. Um, maybe that's where they were trying to go with it. But still, I mean, th- this kind of theft, when you add it to abuse of a corpse and all of the other things that they will doubtless be facing here, they if they're convicted on all of this, they're going to go away for a long time. Forever. I mean, this is and it will just be state prison yeah. instead of federal. So we will continue to follow for updates on this one. On a lighter note, I have a ton of Super Bowl trivia that looked like a lot of fun today. Um, if you want to call and play against John, that's the point. 913-586-7798. I think we're going to have Colin go one round because I assume Colin might know some of this. He's, I have more trivia. Football. Yeah. Yeah. I have more trivia than we would ever get to. So if you want to play, feel free to get in. It's all Super Bowl related. Not all Chiefs related, but it's all Super Bowl related. 913-586-7798. We'll do that next on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 25 minutes, we turn this over to Dana and Parks, and then we can officially enter Super Bowl weekend as if we have not been there all week. 
I have a list of trivia questions uh, that was in the Guardian for the UK to see what they would ask their readers about their knowledge of our game. I'm and so, turning my computer off right now. <laughs> so yes. you know I'm not looking. Yes, I didn't put it on our list this morning. I did just save these. So, Thank you. Um, <laughs> j- just in case. So I think what we're going to do is have Colin and John are going to play against each other because Colin's got some football knowledge as mm-hmm. well. And then if you want to play, we'll do best out of five. We have no... We have no prizes. This is just this is just fun. Just we should just call this. Can you beat John? Are you smarter than John? Um, Which wouldn't take much. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll do the the round of five. And as Colin is the I guess the visiting team here, we'll allow him to go first. So uh, he gets the first crack at question number one. You got some years on me though. Let me say that. Well, that's so you true. Might, you might have some of that that <laughs> middle. And I don't know how far back we're going. I was thinking about My, that. The first Super Bowl I attended was in the 80s. So, attended? yeah, 1983. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, that was uh, the Raiders and the Redskins uh, at Tampa Stadium. And that was the Marcus Allen game where he just torched Washington. It was great. So, the way the Guardian did this is all of these are multiple choice. I don't know if I'm going to give you the choices. I'm, we might just, I'm feeling confident. I don't think we need the choices. Yeah, I think we're going to skip. Tell you what, why don't we do this? If, if we, if we both get stuck, then maybe yes. you can give us the, the, yeah. the multiple choices and we'll see what happens from there. And maybe like, if you get the choices, you get half a point. <laughs> I like that. All right, cool. You know, if, if, if I got to give you the choices, then you get some help and you get yeah, half a point. I like that. All right. So we're starting with Colin because yep. he's the, the visitor, the so visitor. to speak. All right. Uh, this year's game between the 49ers and Chiefs is the eighth rematch in Super Bowl history. Name the only matchup to happen three times. I mean, both teams. Mm. Cowboys, Bills. Uh, that I, I is can, incorrect I can because say it's that's, not an option on my list. That's a no, <laughs> yeah, because uh, the Cowboys and the Bills only played twice. Um, my my initial, Wow. Uh, there's two possibilities that I have in my head, and I'm not sure either one of them is right. I know San Francisco's one of the teams. I'm going to say it was San Francisco and Cincinnati. Bengals? Yeah. Reveal. Why isn't this fast? That, that is would, incorrect. Ooh. ooh. That was going to be that my was, second That was guess, on your yeah. list? Okay. Uh, Steelers and Cowboys. Okay. Have met three times. That, that was the one. Okay. That was the answer. That, that yes. makes sense. Steelers yeah. and Cowboys. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh went. Yeah, they in the late seventies. Pittsburgh went four times in five years. They did the same thing that the the Chiefs are doing now. Well, I was thinking of the Bills and their misfortune. Not to bring yeah. that up for you. Oh yeah, but no, that, no. that was where my mind went. <laughs> the last initially. two. Yeah, yeah, the last two mm-hmm. were against Dallas. All right. Uh, question two goes to me first. John, which team has played in four Super Bowls but never held a lead in any of them? Oh, wow. Uh, I know that's not the Bills because we did. Played in four Super Bowls, never held a lead. Um, Minnesota. Vikings? Yeah. Oh, come on, be faster. That is correct, yes. Hey, there we go. They appeared in four Super Bowls in the 1970s, but were blown out each time and haven't been back since. Poor Fran Tarkenton. Oh, feel for that guy. All right, Colin, uh, this is a number question. I'm going to ask you to get this within... Three. Three. Not a lot of room call for error here. Okay. <laughs> According to the National Retail Federation, how much will the average American spend on food, drinks, apparel, and decorations for this year's Super Bowl Sunday? So you got to uh, we'll, factor so we'll in. We'll say get it within three without, we'll do prices right rules. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that the easiest over. way to do this without going over? Each individual. So we're talking 
every, every the average American. Okay. Got it. Yes. You said food, drinks, apparel, apparel and decorations. Decorations. I'll go two hundred fifty bucks. Oh, I think that's high. Um, that is incorrect. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put that at seventy five. Um, you were the, you were closer. It's eighty six. Eighty six. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll call so, that a no point. Well, my parties yeah. go big or go home, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but with still, you. I'd rather go to your party. No doubt. That's eighty six a person. Yep. That's even if your apparel. That's where a lot of that where is. Where are you getting your apparel where you don't have to spend more than eighty six bucks on all this stuff? Hi V. <laughs> yes. I'm getting that $20 Andy Reid t-shirt. All right, uh, question four. Don, who was the first singer to perform in a Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, wow. Uh, boy, we're talking 1967. So it had to be somebody really generic, too, because the NFL was really fam. Well, I hope it wasn't Anita Bryant. Um I, I, yeah, I haven't the slightest idea. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer. We're going to need the multiple choice. I have no idea. Colin, yeah. you don't have an idea either? Yeah, we, give us the multiple choice. Right. We'll see. Here are your you. options. Ella Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, or Carol Channing? Uh, out of that list, I'm going to take Carol Channing. What are you thinking? No, I was thinking the same you thing. You're going to go to Carol yeah. Channing? That is correct. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we both get you a half split a point. That point. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> all right. right. Uh, all right, Colin, the last one's right. to you. Yikes. So wait, we're splitting that one? Is that how yeah. is that how we is that how we did that one? All right. So we're one and a half. T- oh, so we could this could I need this to tie it. This game. is gonna tie, right? All right. Yes. Name the only player to reach the Super Bowl with the same team in three different decades. Three different decades? Tom no, it couldn't be Tom. Uh could be. Yeah, it could. Three decades? He uh-huh. was drafted Three in what? Their first Super Bowl was 02, right? Uh, yeah. So it would be 02, so 12. And, yeah. The 2000s and the right. 2010s. Did they? Did the Patriots go to the Super Bowl in 2020? Who went in 2020? He was with the Bucks in 2021. Right. And went. So that counts. But it's oh, two, that's oh, two it's different teams. It's got to be the same team. Oh, right. So it's got to be a legacy guy. Here I am helping you. I should be like letting you swing. Did you say player or did you say quarterback? Player. The only player. Player. To reach the Super Bowl with the same team in three different decades. Three different decades. Three different decades. That's tough. Oh, oh, no, he wasn't drafted no. until I was going to. Th- I, I was thinking Montana because he was drafted in '81. Right. So that doesn't work either. Um, yeah, what I about, don't. I feel like it would have to be a quarterback, but I don't know if it is. It's going to end up being a kicker. <laughs> what are What are the choices, Jerry? Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, give me Adam Vinatieri. Here are your choices. Tom Brady, Charles Haley, Gene Upshaw, or Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice didn't do it because he played with two different teams. Right. Uh, Was it Upshaw? Could have been Upshaw with the Raiders. Yes. Right? That is correct. Hey, we'll split. Hey, let's split. <laughs> All right, we'll tag. We'll tag team. Not that. bad. Not I'm bad. All right, I'm. I'm not going to be that nice to the callers. <laughs> so Don wins two so one. You're you're on your own when it when it comes to uh, getting your questions right. But yeah, well done, Colin. Yeah, um, we figured this out. We can knock these out easy. All right, you want to bring? Uh, if you want to jump in, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. We'll see how good at Super Bowl trivia you are. And I think Josh in the Northland wants to uh, try to put the smoke on me. Hey, Josh. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. You ready to play? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, you get question number one, Josh. 
Okay, Yay. I had to get my Roman numerals. They didn't teach us enough about Roman numerals in school. I had to look <laughs> some of these up. All right, Josh, for what reason did Buffalo Bills superstar running back Thurman Thomas miss the first two plays of Super Bowl 26? It was which what name and team again? I'm sorry. This was the for what reason did Buffalo Bills superstar running back Thurman Thomas miss the first two plays of Super Bowl 26? Oh, I I don't have a clue on that one. I'll tell you that right now. Right. John's gonna know it. Yeah, well, I'm I feel gonna, like I should give a hint. I'm gonna know it because I was there. Oh God! <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead and give it. Go ahead and give him a hint. Um, I'm gonna tell you. Oh. Hold on a minute. Let me see what the answer Terrell Davis had is. Terrell Davis had the eye issues, right? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there, that was Here's what Davis. I'll tell you. It was not a medical issue. That help you out at all, Josh? Out there just, just for fun. Uh, his mom cheated on his dad. <laughs> no, it was not that. He lost, <laughs> no. he lost his helmet. He lost his helmet. <laughs> yeah, yes. They couldn't find it. They spent the, yeah, like uh, 20 minutes trying to find his helmet, and Kenny Davis ended up starting the game because Thurman didn't have a helmet to put on. All right, question two. <laughs> All right, question two. Uh, who is the only player to both throw four and catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Oh, Collins. I read it just like it is. Collins not on this one. To, to both throw four and catch a touchdown. Um, wow. Uh, I don't even know why this is occurring to me because I feel like I should know this, but, um, oh, and again, now I can't think of his name. I'm probably wrong. I, I'm just going to, I'm going to pass on this one. I don't know. What, do you know what the answer uh, is, Josh? Josh? Uh, no, I'll, n- not really. Um, do you guys want choices? No. You want to throw yeah, multiple choices? Yeah. Hit, hit us okay. with the choices. Tom Brady, uh-huh. Patrick Mahomes, Steve McNair, or Nick Foles? Does that, that help you out at all, Josh? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say Steve McNair. All right. Uh, Incorrect. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you narrowed it down for me. Well, I'll just let that one go. We'll, we'll okay. go with no point. Who was it? That was Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles? Really okay. special. Indeed. Oh, that's Rep right. For the end of half. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, where are we? Question three now? Question three. Question three uh, goes to Josh. Which company makes the Vince Lombardi trophy, which goes to the Super Bowl winner? The Vince Lombardi trophy? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard this one before. I know I have. Lombardi trophy. Uh, it's right on the tip of my mind. Um, Silversmiths? Incorrect. Okay. So- something uh, silversmiths it, no it's not it's not jostens is it it is not that's a good guess though okay yeah. uh tiffany and co is it oh of course right yeah. <laughs> who else would make something silver all right question four goes to me still up one nothing uh let's see okay we talked about this on monday when you were not here so oh, i feel okay. like this is a fair question which singer's rendition of the national anthem was the longest in super bowl history at 156.4 seconds oh wow um Okay, I, I the the easy answer would be Whitney Houston, but I know it wasn't her. Uh, hers was long, but it wasn't that long. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Do you know the answer, Josh? Uh, that'd be Alicia Keys, right? That is correct. Hey, all right, we got Alicia us a tie Keys. game. You can you yes. can win it all here, Josh. It's all Josh on the line. Josh was definitely listening on Monday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. 
Okay, John, this is you? Nope, this one goes to Josh. This goes to Josh first. All right, Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction during the Super Bowl halftime show in February 2004 has been credited as the inspiration for which website? Oh, I don't have a clue. I don't, I don't Pick ever one. follow that stuff. <laughs> Pick a website. Um, the wardrobe malfunction. I, I, I really don't even have a guess. I, ESPN? I don't know. No. I'm, um, boy, I don't even know why this is. <laughs> My first thought was nipplegate.com, but I don't even know if that's a website. So, uh, yeah. TMZ? Uh, YouTube. YouTube, really? YouTube, what? yes. <laughs> wow. I'll read you the explanation here. I don't know how to pronounce this first name. J a w e d. Jod Kareem, frustrated with the inability to find the video, teamed up with friends Steve Chen and Chad Hurley to create a site where people could upload their own content. Wow. It sold to Google less than two years after launching for $1.65 billion in stock. Well, Josh, we got us a tie game, buddy. I appreciate the call and well done, sir. Have a good time watching the yeah. Super Bowl. You guys have a good one, man. Have a good, good weekend. Be safe. You got it. You, you too. too. Thanks a bunch. Uh, all right. We'll take a break. We'll wrap today's show next on KMBZ. All right, Colin. <laughs> we were just talking off the air about plans for Sunday. And I was making the joke earlier about the people that go and sit in the bar starting at 10 or 11 in the morning and then stay through the Super Bowl. Little did I know our producer Colin here is going to be one of them. That's the plan, huh, Colin? Everyone, needs a, everyone needs a third location. <laughs> <laughs> I have work, I have home, and then me and my friend group, my friend group and I, have uh, our third location, which is a bar that I will not name because I don't want people stealing our spot. Sure. But, yeah, we're the last year for the Super Bowl, we got there probably about noon uh, to make sure we could get a seat. And this year, we're probably going to do the same thing because we tried to get to the same. We had to go to a different bar because we show up. Two hours maybe before the AFC Championship game. Yeah. There was a guy hogging three tables oh, to himself. There were a bunch of other people cool. pulling chairs, moving things around two hours before the game. So we're really going to try and beat it and get there as early as we possibly can. We'll get there probably about noon. Uh, we'll eat lunch probably first thing and then get the drinks going, talk some football, and just get ready for the game. So when you went, so you said you went to your bar last year for the game. Yeah. Okay. How packed did it get by game time? Very, very. The All whole right. the whole place. Yeah, you couldn't find a seat. But you already had yours. But so. We already had our seat. Yeah, we already claimed our our little area. Yeah. What do you do for five hours? Talk about football. Okay. For, All right. It's the greatest for, thing for, in the world. Yeah. There's nothing better. That means you're sitting in the same table. For 10 hours in the same place. Well, it's not like we're just sitting the whole time. Are we're you up dancing? and moving around. What are you Sometimes, doing? yeah. The game starts going. You start having a good time. The drinks start flowing. You get a little loose. You with, start dancing around, moving around a little bit. And with that much beer, you're going to have to hit the bathroom every so yeah, often. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Alan will not take your call. Our boss will not take your call. At 10 o'clock on Sunday night or 7 o'clock in the morning on Monday. <laughs> Nor will I be if planning you decide, to call him. Yeah. You are not fit to come in and, and do this oh, job. I'm on gonna Monday. be here. I'll be here Monday. I don't know what shape I'll be in. Uh-huh. But I'll be here. I'll help okay. you out, buddy. I got your back. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. You're that guy. I knew there was a guy. There's a guy that goes at noon.
we will be firmly ensconced on our couch <laughs> starting probably around noon. Yeah. And, uh, and going all the way through, we've got the plans for the snacks already. I know the order's been put in to our high V as a matter of fact. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be all set. You, do you know where you're going to be? Yeah. Small group, five or six, four or five or six at somebody's house. Probably not starting until like four or four thirty. Well, you don't have to worry I... about getting shut out of your seat though. No, well, no, but you said you were going to sit and watch all day. Yeah. I'm not, no, that I would be, I, no, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll be productive during the day and then settle in in the evening. Good for so, you. I, now, I may have my laptop on my lap during those, you know, four or five hours leading up to the game, but uh, yeah, we'll have a little bit of everything going on. Just everybody be safe. Take Uber. Don't, please, for the love, don't shoot guns in the air. Yeah. Either way, and, don't. Don't do that. And if you can, with the fireworks, let's let's get that started and finished by about five minutes after the game because... Some of us have to work in the morning. And some of us have dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But go Chiefs. Hoping for a win. Uh, have fun. Be safe. You got a prediction real quick? Chiefs win, but not by much. 27-22. That's my final. Okay. Chiefs win. All right. Cool. Uh, we'll be back Monday here on KMBZ. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.